Blog Talk Radio. Come back home to Africa. Come back home 
Divine, all blessed, peace and love, joy and prosperity, revelation and manifestation. You are listening now live to the Divine Prince, Pan-African spiritualist, practitioner, author and advisor, Nalagun Oloye Hudu Obeya Bokor, sharing with you in all things spiritual, mystical, metaphysical, cosmic, universal, evolutionary, revolutionary, healing, and holistic from a Pan-African hoodoo world spiritualist perspective, understanding that all is truly and indeed a blessing. If you can just see beyond the veils, for it is all just an illusion and a test and one of the greatest divine mysteries of this life cycle. This is my constant prayer, my mantra, affirmation, reverberation, reiteration, and my ever-living reality. And it is crucial to the very foundation of my inner standing, my teaching, my walk, and my works along this divine, all-blessed life path and journey. It is how I, the divine prince, out of all that we are challenged with here in our daily existence, on Mother Father Earth, and it is my personal place of power and understanding, the place from where I begin, the place from where I realize and crystallize all my endeavors, understanding that I and I alone create and co-create my divine destiny, and I and I alone create and co-create my divine, all-blessed reality, and so it is. Ashe. Today is Monday, November 5th, 2018. I am emanating and vibrating with you and for you live, live, virtually, verbally, cosmically, quantum universally from this working temple of the house of the Divine Prince. Thai potions, hoodoo central in this Blackhawk voodoo, legendary, historic, beautiful, and most enchanted city in America, New Orleans, Louisiana, the land of my ancestors and those who came before me along this spiritualist who do obey a life, passing down that great obia stick, along with the knowledge of the healing, life-giving herbs, roots, plants, ritual spirits, and minerals. I'm always humbled and honored appreciative of those who do join me here at high noon U.S. Central Standard Time for the Power Lunch Revolutionary Hoodoo New Orleans Voodoo Secrets and Recipes. Join me live and always in archive at your leisure and convenience at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the hyphen divine hyphen prince. And of course, my listening and call-in number is available to you right now at area code 347 If you have a question, comment, or request, please do press the number one on your telephone keypad. I will be more than happy to assist you. And I will accept reading requests, but only live on air. You can only ask me one question, 
and then we will allow spirit. Is it in your body? Is it in your hand, your soul, your spirit? We can speak truth to any cause and to any endeavor by the power and authority of the most high, but also under the power and authority of the ancestors. For indeed, we have nothing, do nothing, are nothing, move nothing, create nothing without the sanction of our ancestors. So who needs help? What can I do to make a difference? When do you need me to start? Where can I assist and how can I do more? Also, please continue to visit www.OurSacredStories.com, OurSacredStories.com, me, Historic Treme, Denise Augustine, Baby Dolls, Voodoo, Cemetery Tours, Creole Tours, OurSacredStories.com. All is truly and indeed a blessing. Sometimes I wake up in the morning and I'm not always clear about where I am in the time zone, where I am in the spectrum of life, where I am in the spectrum of my journey. And I'm always reminded mindfully by spirit to always first breathe and then acknowledge and sit in our truth. And indeed it is when we can acknowledge and sit in our truth honestly, openly, that we experience true power. Today's show is about power, power. And at its most basic level, the ability to do something or act in a particular way, especially as a faculty or quality, the power of speech, for instance, power ability, capability, capacity, potential, faculty, competence, all rest in the bosom of power, the capacity and ability to direct or influence the behavior of others and the course of events is also seen as power. We also neglect power in its most organic form in its most natural form in its voodoo form which is a supply a power source if you will um, what moves us what motivates us what makes us act is a power and so therefore that which is perceived the illusion of power a control of superiority uh, 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 being a top of something is often only as strong as the power source for which it is drawing its energy from. And we indeed draw our power from the ancestors. Uh, many of you know my regular listeners and for my new listeners, everything begins with the ancestors, everything. And so when I receive requests, often various types of requests, health, criminal justice, people imprisoned, um, workplace drama, we first have to 
research and re-identify power and where we're drawing our power from. I am the Divine Prince, Voodoo Thai, Voodoo Chief Divine Prince, King and Leader of Voodoo in New Orleans. I am because my creators put him receptive to all that operates for my good here and now in this divine moment in time space. I create and recreate my divine destiny. And I am because my creators are. Without beginning or ending, I am eternal, all-powerful. I create and recreate my reality. Real eyes see clearly. Realize it is to bring a thought, a vision, a power, an idea into earth plane existence. To realize is to first understand. Stand something, to realize something is to first understand something from within. At the conscious level, at the spirit level, at the heart level, realize you are and walk in magic. Walk in voodoo every day. In every moment of your breathing, you are projecting upon the canvas of life your understanding, your creation. So within this wisdom is the understanding that God be in relationship, a goddess must be in relationship with itself, with its light, but also its dark matter. And if you cannot sit in your truth, which is the act of sitting in your light and sitting in your dark matter, when you cannot sit in your truth, which is the act of projecting your light while while withdrawing and removing your dark matter to, to a place of usability, to a place of benefit. Some of you, and I'm digressing a little bit, sit in your dark matter, seethe in your dark matter, exist solely within your dark matter, and you are experiencing and re-experiencing negative emotions, negative energy, negative vibrations, hate, violence, ugliness, evilness, uh, uh, pitifulness by sitting in your dark matter without honoring your truth, your reality within that. We all, in our being, both light and darkness, we all have the ability to create and to destroy. We all have the ability to direct that power, that energy, in a way that is procreative in our life. But you must rest in it. You must sit in it. You must stand in your truth in it. You must be honest about it and within it. And and, and find a safe space around you to be honest within. I'm truly grateful that the ancestors and the spirits continue to bring people to me that I can be honest with 
that I can sit in my truth with and who allow me to sit in my truth. And in that, for indeed, power is reciprocal. Ashe is reciprocal. So indeed, I am able to allow them to speak their truth, be within their truth, align themselves within their own truth, and then we can meet at the crossroads in a way that's positive, in a way that's favorable, in a way that's beneficial to the whole, to the community, to the circle. For indeed, what we do, our raison d'etre, our power, it's not about ourselves. It's not about us. It's about New Orleans. It's about Louisiana. It's about voodoo. And it's about reclaiming, uh, reviving, a revolutionary revival of our inner standing, of our own power, our own connection to power, our own connection to our ancestors. And so when we stand up today in Congo Square, we not only acknowledge them, we not only keep them alive, we are not only reviving them but we're also demonstrating the the freedom that they would not have taken for granted in their time space. We are the free manifestations of our ancestors who took all manner of sacrifice and action to not only free themselves and when they could not free themselves, to free those who came behind them. And so when we interact in Congo Square, when we build our shrine in Congo Square, when we acknowledge those ancestors, we are rebirthing them and allowing them to complete their journey here on earth in a way that would not have been free in previous times, uh, in the times, if you will, of our ancestors. We know, those of us who understand history, we understand chattel slavery was introduced by French colonists in Louisiana in 1706 when they made raids on the Chickamacha settlements. We talked about this briefly on a previous show, the Chickama, the Atacapa, the Bayou Gula, the Natchez, the Choctaw, Chickasaw, Tansa, the Alabanman people, and those indigenous tribes, the Homa, that existed here, we acknowledge them. We give thanks for them. For indeed, Congo Square, if you don't understand the history, was once a sacred space for the Homa Indians and their corn festivals. So that ground is sacred, double time, triple time sacred in Congo Square. And so we acknowledge these powers and we acknowledge these forces. The French introduced African shadow slaves to the territory in 1710 after capturing a number as plunder during the War of the Spanish Succession, trying to develop the new territory, the French transported more than 2,000 Africans to New Orleans between 1717 and 1721, 
on at least eight ships. And the death toll for African and Native slaves was extremely high with scurvy and dysentery, widespread because of poor nutrition and sanitation. And all those sailors also suffered scurvy. Enslaved Africans were subject to more shipborne diseases owing to the conditions and the overcrowding, the overall design of white supremacy and enslavement as it shows up in the architecture of the ships. And we have documentation. We have facts. We have receipts. <laughs> as you young people like to say, that demonstrate not only some of these ships by name, but also where they were coming from. Slave ship manifest field, I'm sorry, slave ship manifest filed at New Orleans in 1807 to 1860. Slave manifest of coast-wide vessels filed at New Orleans, Louisiana, 1807 to 1860. On the 30 rolls of NARA microfilm publication, M1895, slave manifest of coast-wide vessels filed at New Orleans, Louisiana, 1807 to 1860, 30 rolls, 30 rolls of this film are reproduced manifests filed with the collector of customs at New Orleans, Louisiana, of slaves transported in coastwide trade to or from New Orleans during the period of 1807 to 1860. They are part of the records of the U.S. Customs Service record group RG36 and other records uh, imperfectly identified as series 1630 slave manifest 1819 to 1852 slave manifest 1861 and Forrest R. Hold Camper a preliminary inventory number NC-154, a preliminary inventory of the records of Bureau of the Customs, uh, Washington, D.C., National Archives and Records Service, 18, I'm sorry, 1968. And the original records are housed at the National Archives of Fort Worth, Texas. And in these documents, these slave manifests are not only listed and identify the names of the ships, the number of cargo, of course, to some detail. Um, and if you don't understand cargo, the slave African would have been called, would have been listed as, would have been identified as cargo. And more importantly for me, the originating destination of many of these enslaved Africans. And so we see Wida Benin. We see Wida Benin. We see the slave coast. We see other locations. 
of when we identify the slaves brought to New Orleans, um, one of the most prolific locations would be Weda Benin. Once upon a time in their ignorance, Weda was spelled W-H-Y-D-A-H. Today it is spelled the francophone in French form, O-U-I-D-A-H, Weda Benin. Many of you know that um, we were honored to have a visitation and acknowledgement by Hona Dagbo, Hona II, from Weda Benin, and he will be returning next week, as a matter of fact, next Sunday in Congo Square. We should have another visitation with uh, the King of Voodoo from Weda Benin. And so when we talk about Louisiana voodoo, when we talk about New Orleans voodoo, we are indeed talking about ourselves and our ancestors would still stand up in us, in our DNA. We acknowledge those ancestors and their blood, sweat, and tears, their efforts to not only stay alive but to preserve their traditions as they are now found in Louisiana Voodoo. And both myself and Voodoo Queen, Kalena LeBeau, take a great deal of pride, honor, respect, sacrifice, and make sure that their voices are heard, that they are honored and acknowledged, that people aren't uh, continually persuaded against the truth, that people aren't hoodwinked into still following a, a 30 or 40 year old narrative of voodoo entering New Orleans through Haiti. Uh, that the, the modern mind, the modern consciousness, the average young person now can Google documents, can do Google facts, uh, can gain access to the truth about not only who was here on this ground, but what we brought with us. And so the voodoo was here long before the Haitian Revolution, long before any outward uh, influences by Haiti or any other West Indian or Caribbean culture. The voodoo was already here. And indeed, the voodoo still exists today with us, with us, the people, the descendants, the practitioners, the adherents of those who commit to that take vocation for the truth. And when we stand up in our truth and when we check our background and when we check our ancestry, we stand up in voodoo today and, and forevermore. So I will continue to teach not only power but empowerment self through identifying with who you are, through identifying with who your people are, through identifying where you come from. And so we will always begin in the ancestral realm. We will always begin in getting those DNA tests done. We will always begin in 
legitimizing our families and our identities with this new available technology and knowledge information. And our goal, our dream is to see that be birthed in you and your children and your friends and your community that we know and understand that, that there's an alternative now to what we've had to before. There's an alternative now to what we've been oppressed with before. And so I call you home. I call you home. We embrace you here. We accept you here. And we want to see you empowered. We're, we're, we're not about competition with Haiti or Cuba or Puerto Rico or Brazil. We are not in competition with Osogbo, Oyo, Ghana, South Africa. We are here to stand and represent that, which is which is what negated, neglected, overlooked, pushed to the side, bastardized, appropriated for many generations. And we're here to remind you of just who you are, the God, the goddess indeed, that you are and that each and every one of us are. And we invoke that which is divine, which is which is holy, which is pure, which is in balance, which is sacred unto us. And so we continue to always open and close with our ancestors. We begin to acknowledge and sit in gratitude humbly in the presence of our ancestors. And in the earth plane realm, our ancestors speak strongly through our old people and our elders and through our children. So there is no legitimate, authentic voodoo practitioner who does not honor and acknowledge those who came before them, who does not honor and acknowledge their elders, who does not honor and acknowledge those who laid down the foundation upon which we all walk and have our standing and our being. There is no legitimate, authentic voodoo practitioner that does not honor and protect the sanctity of children, that does not guard and teach and protect them and keep them wholesome so that they can, too, thrive and survive so that the culture lives to see another day. The culture will live to see another day. On my watch, on the watch of Voodoo Queen, Kalenzova, on the watch of many others, authentic New Orleans Voodoo, authentic Louisiana Voodoo, authentic Mississippi Delta Voodoo will rise and will live to see another day. It will rise in a form that will be untouchable by perpetration, untouchable by costuming, (laughs) untouchable by tourism, will be untouchable by commercialism, will be because we will authentically commit to that which is ourselves. And when you protect yourselves, we protect each other and, and we protect our community. So until next time, I always run out of time in these 30-minute shows. 
uh, but with my schedule, this is the best uh, and most appropriate thing for me to do right now is just to maintain the 30-minute shows. I am going to be present more regularly, um, daily, at my best opportunity. So until next time, remembering that all is truly and indeed a blessing, I invite you to be here with me again tomorrow at high noon U.S. Central Standard Time here on Block Talk Radio with revolutionary hoodoo, New Orleans voodoo secrets and recipes. All is truly and indeed a blessing. We invite you to be and to be and to be that which is divinely innate and inherent within you. We invite you to be that which the ancestors call you to be. We invite you to be that which our ancestors dreamed to be. We invite you. All is a blessing. Ashe. Congo Square. The Omus Indians, the Omus Indians prepared this place for us.